guys, it's Nate, and it's time for another Bite Sized. And oh boy, has this been a night. I have come at this thing, it feels like, entirely too many times. I'm actually looking at the side of my screen and seeing how many times I've tried to record this thing, and it's it's just too many. It's too, too many. And, and part of the problem was when I started out, I wasn't really sure what I was going to talk about. And then I sort of was bouncing and I was just talking into the microphone and I recorded a bunch of stuff and I was like, I don't like any of that. And then I I got to thinking and I was like, you know what would actually be kind of a really cool topic is, and I know we, we sort of touched on it a while ago, but talking about games that when Byron gets a little older stuff that if he wants to play video games, things that I would like to expose him to uh, specifically. And, you know, I think, Josh and I probably talked about it, but like obviously the top three on our top 100 list, and I'll be using our top 100 list as uh, a bit of a reference point here um, because that's why we have it. You know, it's, it's the hundred games that we think you ought to play. And so now I'm, part of the exercise is I'm going to go through and I'm going to pick some of these games and say like when he's like, you know, for when he's younger, et cetera. Um, but obviously Super Mario Brothers 3, that game like our top three are very easily included in that list. Now shadow is going to definitely have to wait until he's a little bit older because I, I just think there's not only mechanically, but narratively, there's a lot of sort of weight that that game carries. And frankly, I want him to be in a space where not only can he sort of engage with the game skillfully, um, which I think could probably happen earlier on, but I want him to engage with a narrative in a meaningful and sort of richer way and not just play it and sort of roll credits and move on. I want him to sort of experience it in a way similar to the way that I did. Now, I came across that game much later in my life. I was like probably in my 20s the first time, well, 19 or 20, yeah, the first time I played it. And so Maybe he won't have to wait that long, uh, but definitely probably wait till he's in his teens for that one. But like Super Mario Brothers 3, I think that's something that if like if he's five or six or seven and he's expressing an interest in playing video games, it's definitely something. One, what, what's helpful is that there's the, the two-player version. And so that he and I could sit down and or he and Megan could sit down and we could play that together and play through that as a family. And um, I think there's a lot of just like the, the level design is pretty masterful, but then there's, there's a, a simplicity to the game, obviously, you know, but there's also just, it's so, I think it, it Mario three, super Mario brothers three, I think will give him a lot of sort of just building blocks to understand games and to understand like the context and the lexicon of just interacting with game worlds uh, in a way that, it's pretty foundational. I think like Super Mario Brothers 3 is like one of those foundational games. And so that's obviously like next on on our list, obviously Chrono Trigger. It's it's easily um one of the greatest Japanese style RPGs. Um and I just think like the the music and the themes and just I think honestly too, as a as a younger kid, like I definitely see him being a little older, probably like this would probably be like closer to like 10, 11, 12, maybe get him to play Chrono Trigger. And maybe have him do multiple playthroughs where he can see the the ways that like the different the different endings. He can sort of like see how sometimes little decisions change the outcome. 
of some of these these bigger decisions, like like getting the cat food in in super or not super chrono in Chrono Trigger unlocks an ending. Um, so there's that you know Final Fantasy VI, yeah, that and Chrono Trigger that's sort of interchangeable. Probably try to have them play both at some point in time, especially with the pixel remaster of Final Fantasy VI being available on Switch and and PlayStation. So Hollow Knight, like Bloodborne, maybe eventually. Um, we'll see that that one's way down the line hollow knight definitely but that's gonna have to wait until he's a little bit older too i'm I'm looking at our list and it's like this is not very kid friendly in a lot of ways um maybe that's that's something that i'll probably add (laughs) you know some some more kid friendly titles in here um hades yeah absolutely want him to check that out but again that's something that like I think as he gets older, Tetris effect is interesting because that's definitely, I think that's something he could play when he was, when, when he's younger, but I am a little, I think all of the visuals might be a little bit much. So I might actually just have him start on like basic Tetris. Um, let's see if I can find like, you know, the NES version of Tetris. I don't know if that's on Nintendo Switch Online or not, but like Tetris is definitely like one of those, like just for good, like organization, sort of like that Zen puzzle block stacking sort of thing that Tetris does. Like it's, it's just a really good game to say like, Hey, like sometimes games don't have to have narrative. They can just be fun. And I think it's probably one of the the best examples of that uh, out there. I'm kind of. I'm just gonna skim through the rest of this list. Mega Man X is definitely like something that uh, Mega Man. I think we have Mega Man Two on here as well. So the Mega Man, just all of the Mega Man and Mega Man X games, definitely sort of want to expose him to that. Because whereas Super Mario Brothers Three, I think is pretty foundational. I think uh, the Mega Man series and the Mega Man X series games really take that sort of that side-scrolling 2D platformer, and those are like masters classes in that. Um, just as far as like the the technicality and the the just the the sort of there's and there's a bit of a you know the the difficulty and just sort of like sort of really learning to like lean into the game and you know Mega Man Two, I think we've talked about it before on the podcast. At, I'm I'm almost positive we have, but it's like one of those games that like when I was younger, we didn't have a ton of games. So I just I borrowed it from a friend and I just played it and I played it and I played it and I played it. And I, played it. I probably put more hours into that game um, than I have with probably most of the games that I, I play now and just the, the level. And, and I think it was because it was just so exacting, so demanding. And it's sort of, it's a, it's a way to sort of cultivate sort of like low level grit sort of, Hey, get back in there. Like try again, like that didn't work. Let's, let's try something else. Um, also just masterful design there. So there's that. Um, kind of like, you know, and like I said, there's a ton of stuff on here that when he's old enough, I definitely want him to play. But earlier on, I'm definitely thinking a lot of it's going to probably be in that more, more retro kind of the, the NES, the super NES, maybe some Sega stuff like Genesis stuff. Um, but I'm looking at our list, Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening, um, and a link to the past, like the two of those for sure. Um, you know, maybe I'll have him, uh, 
And honestly, I love for him to play the original Legend of Zelda. And as much as I think that game still holds up, I you know it's it's kind of like one of those things where I don't know that that might be. I think visually it might be a little dated, and I don't know if he'd he'd really enjoy that as much as I would want him to. It might actually be pretty devastating for me to have him play that and then be like, "Dad, this game just it looks bad, and I don't like it." Um, kind of looking on on here. Um, you know, yeah, we definitely have like a lot of very <laughs> not kid-friendly games on here, Josh, in the sense that like, there's just a lot of stuff on here that I, I want him to maybe check out when he's older, like Control, uh, maybe you know Breath of the Wild, and Wind Waker. Um, Journey. Journey is one that like might be an interesting sort of like foray into 3D earlier on, because I don't think it's super mechanically taxing. And... Um, I think that the hardest part would be that, that I don't necessarily know that he would understand the narrative and sort of uh, what's going on, but that might be an interesting one. Like, you know, probably like I'd, I'd say like seven or eight. Um, Kind of looking here. Uh, there's a lot of stuff. Uh, Pikmin three might be kind of a cool one. Uh, just Pikmin in general might be kind of a cool one to get him into. Uh, I was looking here, Rogue Legacy. The the only like I'd like to, to get him into that, but that's kind of those those games are kind of hard. That that's up there with like the the Castlevania, Symphony of the Night, Hollow Knight kind of territory. Where I think it's really great, and I think he'd really enjoy the style. I'm just not sure that I think that the game might, especially earlier on, would probably be like a little too much. Um, I'm, I'm thinking, you, you know, one of the things that, and I may have mentioned this, but I thought about like Castle Crashers or TMNT, uh, Shredder's Revenge or Scott Pilgrim versus the world, the game, something like that, where all three of us could sit down and play it together. You know, I'd, I'd like to do stuff like that. So like Mario Kart eight would probably be fall into that category too, but you know, there's obviously like, I think that's just the tough part is that there's a lot of stuff on this list. And I'm like, this is really great, but a lot of it's going to have to wait until he gets older. And so I'm, I'm really kind of wrestling with the, like, what is the stuff that I'm going to try to offer up to my son earlier on to, to be these more formative experiences? Um, but yeah, guys, this this one's I think just going to be a little bit shorter because, well, one, it's been a long night, and uh, I'm kind of running out of gas here. But I I just, you know, I'm looking over, like I said, I'm looking over this, and there's so much on here that I definitely want him to experience when he's old enough to really navigate the, the it well. Um, you know, frankly, like I'm looking at everything in our top 100 list, and I'm like, eventually, I'd like you to play all of this. Um, but a lot of that's going to require you to be a lot older and, you know, there's going to be a lot of games that come out. And so I'm kind of wrestling, I'm kind of wrestling with all of that. Like, and maybe the, the biggest thing to take away from this exercise is that maybe we need to put some more sort of, sort of foundational games, sort of along the lines of super Mario brothers three, where it's like, it's not as sort of like heavy, you know, cause it's like silent hill two. Um, 
do I really want him to play that? No, but do I think he like if he likes video games and he sort of wants to take the medium seriously, it's kind of like one of those games that I think you ought to play. Um, and there's like I said, um, there's just been a, a lot of stuff on here that the the big ones are going to be like Super Mario Brothers three, Chrono Trigger, Shadow of the Colossus, Final Fantasy six. Um, Mega Man X, you know, uh, Dragon Quest Eleven might be a good one to get him in, like you know, after he's graduated from some of the 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 earlier JRPGs. I think that would be a pretty good one. Um, even though I think thematically, some of that stuff might be punching a little bit above, you know, no, and it depends on when he 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 gets around to it. But Mega Man Two, Link's Awakening, A Link to the Past, um. Super Mario 3D Worlds, not a bad one uh, to throw in there. Uh, Yoshi's Island. Man, just got, like Wind Waker is definitely going to be like, um, you know, earlier on. It's just, it's it's got me thinking about this in a whole new light, and I'm not sure I like it. But yeah, I know this is a short one, guys. Um, but I guess I, l- let me sort of like, and this with a question, and I don't do this all the time, but like for you guys who are listening to this, um, what, what do you think, like, what are, what are like two or three games that I haven't already sort of mentioned that you really think are not necessary, but are sort of like preferred or required reading? Yeah, required's like the same as necessary, but like, what are the things that like, you want your kids to play or you know for for some of you like paul i'm thinking of you specifically like your kids are a little older what are some of the things that you want them to play um but yeah anyways guys that's all i got tonight it's like i said it's it's kind of been just it's been a crazy couple of weeks and honestly you you know sort of in closing if you guys could just be praying for me it's just been like a, a pretty dry season overall um, really struggling and finding just pleasure and joy in much. It's not that they're like, you know, I take joy in my wife. I take joy in, in my, my son and just, but just, there's been a lot of like other things that have just felt really heavy and kind of hard lately. And so, but yeah, this guy's, it's been a bite size. It's been a hot mess and y- you know, hopefully you know, you didn't hate it. So, you know, for those of you who, st- you know, stuck it out and, and sort of joined me and sort of hanging out here for a few minutes, thanks. And until next time, you guys do the things and I'll catch you later. Peace. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of The Backlog Breakdown. If you want to join in the conversation, you can email us at thebacklogbreakdown at gmail.com or join our Facebook group, The Backlog Book Club, on Facebook. And on Twitter, our handle is at BBDownCast. Of course, you can also catch Nate and I on our social media platforms like Facebook, Twitter, and the GG app. I go by Broccolope, that's spelled B-R-O-C-C-O-L-O-P-E, and Nate goes by Nate underscore McKeever. Till next time, loggers, you keep beating down those backlogs, and we'll keep breaking down the benefits.